Welcome to Pharmacy View, Technology and Pharmacy Business Podcast Series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role in pharmacy or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is Brisbane-based pharmacist Jojo, who is also CEO founder of MyMedKit and Director of Pocket Health. Welcome to our podcast series, Joe. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the chat. Great stuff. So, Joe, uh, who is Jojo? Where, where, where are you based at the moment? Where have you come from? And uh, what's, uh, what's your kind of uh, business model look like? Sure. Uh, we, I'm based in Sydney right now because stuck here ever since coming from Queensland. It's a one-way traffic right now. Yeah, so we've got an office here, our office in Brisbane. So we started over there, now expanding a lot of investors and partners over here. So, it's, yeah, currently based in Sydney. Okay. But uh, from my uh, research, you've got a couple of pharmacies in the Brisbane area? Yeah, I've got one in Brisbane, one sunny coast, um, Ruchidor. So that, obviously, my background, I started, bought a couple of pharmacies myself that I sought, uh, you know, I sought... Uh, I came across a lot of opportunities that I feel like could be improved. And so I built my med kit initially for myself. So that's how it all started. So so on that basis, my, my med kit, which we'll talk about in a bit more detail shortly, is is something mm-hmm. that you set up and trialed um, in your own pharmacies. Yes, yes. It was initially just for me, to be fully frank, I understand. Yep. When COVID hit, you know, a, a lot of... Then I realized this could help a lot of pharmacies, so... That's that's uh, we started onboarding a lot, so currently got about a hundred plus network. So it's been it's been good, been good journey. Yeah, good. So um, for anyone listening today, what what is MedKit? Um, how does it help a pharmacy from a technology point of view? Sure. Uh, so my MedKit is from a so there's a pharmacy side, and there's a consumer side. So from a consumer side, the consumer can download the app home that I need to be in pharmacy and then upload any prescriptions and order any over-the-counter medications and um, have it delivered to their home that same day. It's from a pharmacy perspective, why I, want, why I built this thing, it, I wanted to solve three, three problems that I really wanted to address for myself. One is I wanted to, because I was in a medical center and I, I get a lot of, I see a lot of patients that I know I see the first script, but I wouldn't see the other five repeats. So okay, it, beca- yeah. it became a, and if you're in a medical center, I think a lot of people can relate to this, that um, you get you, you don't see them, you see them once every six months. So I wanted a solution where I, I can keep the repeats on phone and uh, increase that repeat business. If you think about the current system, every app or solution out there is designed for people with five medications or more. So, but if you, if there's a lot of people that's on like two or three medication or one medication or zero medication, how do you make them loyal to your pharmacy? And it's very, very hard to do it. And there's no way to do, do that really. So this was the first problem I want to solve to get more scripts on file. The second thing was, I hear a lot of fun, you know, we get a lot of people, banner groups that they come in and tell us, you know, you need to increase your basket size, OTC sales, but that is really easier said than done especially if you're in a small, a small pharmacy. So I wanted a system where it can sell my e-commerce stuff. And the third one was I didn't have a lot of foot traffic, so I wanted a system where uh, people can come in, uh, not come in, but actually I can get orders without them coming in. So right now, all the solutions on the market or brands, if, you're, if you don't come in, nothing happens. So 
Yeah. So, so Joe, if I, if I just kind of repeat that back to you from what I've heard, mm-hmm. um, in this medical centre pharmacy, customer came in predominantly to see the, the doctor, the doctor or their specialist. They might have been given a new script in the hand. So as they've walked out, they've come straight to you and said, here, could you fill this for me because you're, you're convenient? But, but then you don't see them again unless they come back to the doctor. So, so you've been trying to solve this loyalty as opposed to just a one-off transaction. Yeah, that, that's one side. But also, even if you're like in a strip or just any pharmacy, you get a, probably 80% of the patients you see in that, customers, that you, you know they're not 100% loyal to. And yes. there's no real way to get that retention, if you know what I mean. So Okay. So that's, that's and, from the pharm- pharmacy side. Yeah, and if you think about yeah, if you think about if you have a customer script on file and then they want to place an order, they pick up the phone, you get someone to answer it, they go through the five scripts and then pick up three, then they ask if you have this, if you have this, then you walk around the pharmacy to get that order. So it takes often like ten minutes or fifteen minutes to get the order ready. It's very efficient. So anyone that works in a pharmacy can really relate to that because that was very frustrating for me. So. Okay. So, so then from this, the customer perspective, using this app, they can then select other products within the pharmacy in addition to what you might have referred or, or, or referenced? Yes, yes. So uh, my med kit is very simple. It just needs to serve one purpose, increase sales for me, get more scripts on file, increase sales. That, that, that was the whole thing why I created. I didn't want a medication management tool. I didn't want this. I didn't want that. It's just simple scripts on file, simple e-commerce and just sell because you know commercially it needs to make sense okay so is there a in terms of an age or a demographic for the customer is, is there a, a, pre, a pre, not preferred customer but a, a customer that's embracing this more than others and and is that an opportunity for you yeah of course so let me just take a step back and discuss the pharmacy landscape which will tie in with this um uh, i always like to use this, this as an example okay so if you look at the pharmacy landscape about 10 years ago Every pharmacy was about the same. And pharmacy chemist warehouse didn't actually dominate the market that, that that much. Then, you know, they really came along and dominated the market. And if you think about it, the most profitable customers in the pharmacy are the 65 plus with a lot, lot of scripts that are on concession cards. Now, how can chemist warehouse dominate the market if all of those patients pay the same thing? So that really means that the people that drives the market are the non-concession card holders, are the general patients, are the mums, the carers, the working class. Those people are really the drivers of the patient behavior. So this is, and all the current solutions on the market has been targeted to address the most profitable customers as well as Chemist Warehouse has really taken the rest of this demographic and built that brand loyalty. And okay. with my main kit, this is exactly the demographic we're going after. Okay. Yes. So any 60, like 75 plus Betty Smith that's living in a nursing home, it's not a competing product. My, my main kit doesn't have the features like, for example, like MedAdvisor, the people are on a whole lot of medications. We will have those features, but it certainly will be a lot different than what my main kit offering is. And I think... There is an aspect for, you know, in my pharmacy, I still use MedAdvisor. They're great for the, the people that are already your customers, that already generate loyalty, and you just, you know, put them on that. But for everybody else, there is no solution. So it, it, it does work um, synergistically together. Well, that's what I was going to ask. So, so effectively, they, they work in, um, in partnership with each other, not in competition with each other. That's correct. Okay. 
So you mentioned there'd been quite a few other pharmacies around Australia who had, I guess, contacted you and, and uh, discussed option of, of picking up the service. How many locations or where are you located around Australia? Yeah, sure. So we're pretty much Australia-wide in most capital cities. So we're, we're in um, uh, Sunshine Coast, obviously, Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth, you know, all the big ones, and then yeah, Wollongong, Rockhampton, you know, stuff, places like that. So, yeah, the, we're, we're actually, we're not, because for us, we have a system that that offline operation is just as important as the online operation. So for okay. us, it's actually, we don't, it's not the more pharmacy, the better for us. Because we have one pharmacy per region, the reason for that is we need to bring enough pharmacy to that the business to that pharmacy rather than having two very close together. So we're very sort of strict on because we need people to be able to follow the the, the sort of my med kit branding to give that user experience. Because okay. if you think about it, every pharmacy does delivery, but but ha- it's about how you do it. It's like Zoom. When Zoom became so popular, everyone was, there was so many video conferencing software out there, but Zoom became very successful because it's how they do the video conferencing. Pharmacy delivery has always been done to a time that's convenient for the pharmacy and not the consumer. So the yeah. first fundamental issue that my medkit addresses is the user picks the time. You know, then the second thing is they get their specific merchandise, not, not to stand the pharmacy packaging. Then they get a, they get GPS tracking uh, to their door. They see the driver coming. So all of those things that come together really create a user experience that once they like using it, they will continue to use it. They they feel more comfortable with it, yeah. almost almost like the uh, the change from taxis to, to the Uber service as such. Yeah, that's that's correct. It's uh, at the end of the day, it's all about the patient. Yes. Yeah. So so just confirming then what you mentioned before. Then so if if a pharmacist was interested in um, this platform, mm-hmm. if they're already in a catchment where you've got a pharmacy utilizing the service, then there's unlikely that you would put uh, give that to any other pharmacy within that area that's, but if you've got a yeah that's correct yeah that's correct but but if if a pharmacist was listening today that's in a potentially a high competitive area and and there's not someone already in that area this could be a point of difference for their service and, and business yes yeah. yes absolutely i mean the most ideal situation for us are the pharmacy that has three or four fat chemist warehouses around so oh, one yeah, of the things no. <laughs> one of the things so, you'll yeah. notice is sorry no, I got to say that's that's what I think what I was um, suspecting there is that uh, yeah. great great model for a, a high competitive area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My medkit, it's great because in those areas there's a very large demographic of people, and also one thing you should we should all understand about chemist warehouse customer base is that they're actually not that loyal. So the when you have a business model built on discounting, you don't generate loyalty. So those areas where there's one pharmacy surrounded by three chemist warehouse, it is a perfect area. And we've noticed we take a lot of repeats of chemist warehouse backings when we do the delivery. So yeah, it's been it's been very encouraging from that perspective. Okay. And you mentioned with the delivery service, is this do you, do you contract the delivery service or is the pharmacy provide that delivery service? How does that work? Sure. So the delivery is integrated into the pharmacy existing delivery uh, time slot. But we don't use a courier um, because we have a separate system that is better than what's already out there. So we train the pharmacy. The pharmacy can have any assistant that's um, even a junior or just a 
know, someone upcoming or like, or even, you know, they don't really need to invest in anyone because you can have one delivery slot day or two uh, and then just have your existing staff doing it until the volume picks up. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I came from a pharmacy background. It, it, it's, it, I know this makes commercial sense to a pharmacy because I started with my, uh, my pharmacy. So it's, it's about how you do it. No, I understand that. So uh, you mentioned earlier on then that obviously the current COVID environment um, saw a lot more interest in this because we had to go to this contactless service or, or, or limiting contact. What specific changes has that driven for you and your, and your, your businesses and, and this platform? Yeah, I mean, pharmacy delivery as uh, was a service that most people didn't know that existed. And I think it's great because the whole community now, all pharmacies does some sort of delivery and it's, you know, it, we all need to adapt. But then it comes down to how you do it is like, uh, I kept on emphasizing that. It's that user experience. If they pick up the phone, call you and then you deliver it after work, uh, it's and then they you know give you cash or pay over the credit card it's just it's, it's not a 21st century solution where you know you kind of consume and used to it. people like getting using their phone just a couple of taps and the order is there for them so that and it you know it, it's not just about delivering that order if you think about the the patient experience in pharmacy uh, someone that's on chemo treatment or someone that's on high blood pressure gets exactly the patient journey as someone that's antibiotic or someone you know that just have a cut or scratch so i think what we really want to do with this platform going forward is using using ai to uh, to achieve precision medicine to recommend those products those medicine to the consumers that it almost acts as a automated sales assistant for the pharmacy so they don't have to train each of the salesperson to sell this thing should sell for the pharmacy it should give the patient a different user experience based on the disease and the medication they're on so that's 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 what we really want to achieve and i don't believe the current pharmacy model where everyone just go discount discount and retail and sell it's it's everyone's doing the same thing and i'm sure you'll get a lot of support for that in terms of a differentiation away from price so Coming back to the um, the online portal, uh, if I can, because I've um, been speaking with a few people, obviously from a technology point of view, and, and the e-commerce platforms, we're certainly getting a lot of feedback lately that if a customer doesn't get an immediacy or see immediacy of their transaction online, mm-hmm. uh, i.e. If it, if it means that they have to wait for a response or if they have to wait for a call, then they mm-hmm. appear to be less comfortable. So what you're saying to me is that my med kit uh, once they complete the transaction, gives them immediacy and comfort in that, yes, my script is being prepared, yes, my product is being selected, and it's going to be delivered in this time frame, and my and my credit card or my payment portal has already been charged. Is that, that's, that's what you're saying. That's, that's correct. It's the same reason why people use Uber Eats or Menulog rather than calling up a particular restaurant and then say, can you car pay this over the phone, bring me the pizza or something. You know, if, if you want to... If you want a burrito, you wouldn't you wouldn't call up your local or whatever the Mexican restaurant, Guzman Gomez, and ask them to bring that over. You just yeah, because, do that. yeah, because in some instances you're not really sure what what the delivery time or, or whatever mm-hmm. delivery service they're offering. However, if you order it through the Uber Eats service, you, you know yeah. immediately what you've ordered, uh, <laughs> what time you're going to get it, and that the payment's been made. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, sure. All right, no, there you go. 
And, and I think we, we really care, because of my background, I really care that this needs to make commercial sense of pharmacy. Like one of the frustrating things for me was that forced me to create this was because I talked to so many groups out there, the buying groups, the, the chains. I've, look, to be fully honest, they're, they're offering very similar. Uh, everyone's offering the same thing. It's just buying power, catalogs, planograms. That's, uh, for me, that didn't warrant the $1,000 per month or fee that they charge. And to be honest, if all of those things, you can increase basket size, you can, you can do the best merchandise and whatever. If you don't have people walking through your door, your store, no, yes. I'm sorry, no matter what you do, it's not going to happen. Even with MedAdvisor, if you don't have foot traffic, I'm sorry, it doesn't work. And 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 the, the final thing is, if beside Kevin's Warehouse, if all the other pharmacy changed their brand overnight, I bet you people does not even realize. Yes. With the reason I think my med kit exists is because... I think every solution on the market is focused on medication management. It's focused on the older generation. It's been focusing on the, it's been focusing on the same thing that everyone else is focusing on, right? Whereas Chemist Warehouse was the only one that focused on what consumer wants. Well, consumer, don't get me wrong, people 65 plus have a different need to the rest of the market. Yeah. But in the mass market, right? What they want is, they, they, they want convenience. And surveys have all shown that multiple times. Convenience is the most driven factor. That's why there is medical center pharmacies exist. They want convenience. They want, they want value. Not so much price, but value. And, and also people value the just simplicity. The, like picking up a phone, calling is too complicated for the, this to their consumer. If people can't do everything in three seconds, people switch off. So anything that helps people save time is a winner. And so, and then it's about working from that backwards and how you get people to save that time. So I really think people, I want to the pharmacy owners and industry sort of people to understand the offering. Whereas because we will present this to a lot of pharmacies, we find a lot of owners, they straightly ask what, how does this different to MedAdvisor when they have the the snap and send, when they have the e-commerce, you can buy stuff in it? Like, how does it differ? And I think I think the, the this is why we don't onboard all the pharmacies is because yes. we our offline operation is just like if it doesn't work for the pharmacy, it doesn't work for us. We're not selling a a subscription like MedAdvisor where we just sell it to you, and if it doesn't work, we get we still get the money. But because we if it doesn't work for the pharmacy, it's not going to work for the patient. Therefore, it doesn't work for us. So yes. that's really important for us. Yeah. So, so again, just to con- confirm that if, with the other script um, management programs, there's a there's a monthly fee, um, which mm-hmm. you pay. It might be scaled based on volume, but but you effectively pay a, a fixed fee each month. What you're saying with yours is that yours is based on transactions, and so therefore the more users the more comfortable the users the more transactions there are the more everyone benefits yeah i mean i I think it's it's not just about that but also we do have you know uh with the pocket health membership thing you know people get a free website free like a lot of it's like a digital pack a digital group if you like and you know the the core product 
obviously you, anyone can start using it and there's no charge for it unless if you don't make money, we don't make money. It's very simple. But yes. there are so many, if you want us to do the, do the advertising marketing budget, if we, if we, you want a free website, you, you want digital social media, SEO, all of those services, that's where we really excel at. And I think, I think again, it comes back to our selection criteria for the pharmacy. I mean, even though we're in capital city, there's still a lot of ground that we haven't covered. And for us right now, we've, we've, we're heavily focused on our existing pharmacies and, and, and really try and, and make it worthwhile for them because we can't, it's not practical for us to start marketing all around the country, every single location. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the ideal situation. But our pharmacy partners really need to believe in this and really need to see value that they're the only pharmacy in the area that can use this and how can they, you know, tailor this to increase their front of shop sales and their, and their scripts on files. MedAdvisor can't really do that if they don't come into your store. MedAdvisors, I'm saying MedAdvisor not because I'm, I see them as a comp- competition. I actually don't see them as a competition, but rather than a synergy product, but just because yes. most pharmacists is familiar with MedAdvisor and they need to understand the difference. MedAdvisor's interface is not an e-commerce interface. People is not going to like go in there and look for products. It's very, very difficult. And, you know, it's all about making it simple for the consumer. That's it at the yeah. end of the day. And, and Joe, you mentioned a bit earlier on with the, the customer interface or transaction that there was a bit of AI potentially involved. Um, yeah. Are you then saying that the platform recommends product based on the script or, or how have you built yes. that? Yes. So the platform, AI is a the continuous working progress based on the amount of data we have and obviously the amount of transactions we have. Then the system and the algorithm can recognize, okay, I'm a patient. I'm here in front of me. I've just bought this. I would like, rather than me saying, okay, here's your antibiotic, would you like a probiotic with that? It'll just suggest automatically. So if people buy, when they only, sometimes they only need one script through the app, but it, and they end up buying like three or four different things because, you know, it, it's that e-commerce to AI driven algorithm that, you know, could give them more sales, which is what yes. I really wanted. It's that virtual sales assistant. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, from that perspective. Okay. And you, you started to mention before there's a, a couple of other uh, services available to you know, potential members through the Pocket Health platform. <laughs> Just talk to me a bit about that. Yeah, I mean, you can think of us as a really a digital membership group that can, you know, we're really focused on anything of your pharmacy's digital presence. So uh, my Medicare allows, it serves the problem that I just, saw, I just mentioned. Then the other offerings like, know social media search engine optimization make you rank first on you know in that particular area so all the other pharmacies it's not you know not cannot compete with you when people search then it's about getting a free website through i think i think you know the people charge a little bit too much for the website out there on the market these days and yes for simple information websites it it, it shouldn't cost that much in our membership program you get a free website so you know, all, just all of those things. And, you know, we have some great deals and networks. And I just feel like there should be more value that to a pharmacy that joining any particular bank group or buying group. That I feel like, well, yeah, I feel like everyone is trying to rip, uh, rip off the pharmacies. And I really don't like that. 
that frustrates no, me. I understand. So, so if I, again, if I use a, a, a similar example, you know, we, we talk about bricks and mortar stores and virtual online businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, almost, you're you're a digital. Mem- you said you use the word digital membership group. So, mm-hmm. you, you could say bricks and bricks and mortar membership groups and brands, mm-hmm. but you're mm-hmm. really purporting here to be be the a digital membership group or a digital brand. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And I think people that join our brand really need to get it. If you don't get it, if you don't understand it, if you don't understand the change in consumer behavior, where the trend is going, we we prefer to you know not waste everyone's time. So we only work with pharmacies that we know that we can add value to. Makes makes sense. And again, it, it would then become potentially their point of difference in their marketplace and yeah. beneficial if you've got a lot of competition. You know. Yeah, I mean, we only have one pharmacy in each area, so we have to be very careful with who we select and you know if it is a massive massive advantage to that pharmacy that that does come on board because it gives them a straight point of difference it's not something that everyone's using yeah no that's good joe look that's been great to chat with you today is there anything else that uh, you want to cover off before we um, summarize and wrap up i think i've mentioned from a pharmacy perspective most of the most of the features of the product and from a consumer side, I think the, the industry is changing. I think everything is digital, e-prescriptions, e- how that's going to play out, how all these telehealth is going to play out. And and we have, you know, some great things in the pipeline with all of those things. And, you know, I think our job is to make our pharmacy members get some real benefit and, and not having ripped off by these copy corporates because uh, I, I feel for the little guy. I really do. No, I understand that. Um, so, Joe, we'll obviously put some links to your website and businesses um, on this podcast and the summary page. But uh, if someone here listening today was interested in touching base with you, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Yeah, I mean, uh, our website's website is uh, They can send us a contact us message. My direct email is joe at pockethealth.co. Um, so they can email me through that um, if they want to have a chat, you know, to see whether their areas are available or whether there's something, you know, they, they want to explore. You know, we're happy to have that conversation. But we're, you know, like I said, we're, we don't accept everybody as we, we really focus on our existing network. We definitely want growth as well. So if you're, you know, we're not definitely not ex- not accepting that. We're just yeah. emphasizing that there is a sort of a, a, a brand sort of guideline for the consumers because ultimately, People are using my main kit. My main kit is a pharmacy phone, and if uh, if the user experience doesn't happen, then we lose the user. So, you know, correct, it's not yeah. ideal for us. Yeah, not not yeah, not just in that area, but potentially nationally, etc. So, no, I understand that. So, Joe, that's been great to chat today. It'd be great to chat with you again in a month or two's time about pocket health as well. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, I hope the listeners today have uh, learned some things. I certainly have learned some things from the discussion today, and uh, look forward to staying in touch. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for your time.